0: Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome. It's an open air podcast this week. We're at the Love Food Shack by the Town Quay at Newton Abbott drinking their excellent coffee.
1: There's
0: a dog getting excited in the background. We, don't, we couldn't bring you a podcast without some dog noises in the background, <laughs> could we? But the big news is that uh, the band's back together. I'm joined by Richard. I'm joined by David. Welcome back again, David. It's very nice to see you both it's a belated birthday celebration it yeah. was our eighth birthday last week which you couldn't make so we're um, we're pushing the boat out this morning by having an out, outside broadcast
2: well i'm still waiting to celebrate my 50th because that fell in december so uh, <laughs> there,
0: you are. there we'll was do. no
2: big party for me so. we'll, have,
0: we'll have another one yeah so we've got a, a little bit of background noise which is great we've got some dogs we've got some trains but we've been out at seal Hane this morning out to the training ground Uh, where Gary Johnson has had his press conference so you'll hear uh, in a few moments you'll hear Gary the voices that you'll hear will be the usual press corps you'll hear us you'll hear Alan Richardson from the BBC you'll hear Dom from Talkie United and then we've got a chat with Dan Holman dangerous Dan Holman the um, the sharp shooting striker who's been um, hitting the net regularly in pre-season uh, Dan was um, was an early arrival at training this morning so, uh, so he was kind enough to uh, give us a few minutes uh, and we had a chat with him about prospects for the coming season. So we'll be back after we've heard from the Gaffer and Dan Holman.
3: Well Gaffer, one of the most eagerly anticipated days in the footballing calendar is nearly upon us. I get the impression that you're just as eager as all the supporters are.
1: yeah I've definitely been looking forward. Um, to the start of the season absolutely because what you'd like to think is a little bit more normal where you've got your supporters looking forward to supporting your players and your players looking forward to seeing the supporters back in the stadium Um, and it was great against Plymouth it was great you know even the smaller numbers um, in our last couple of pre-season friendlies at least created an atmosphere but it what it does it gives as an empathy between the supporters and the players and I think that's really important because if supporters don't know players it's hard to support somebody wholeheartedly that you don't really know but when you get to know them and you realise they're nice lads, the the, the interviews you do on the on the website stuff, the newspaper interviews uh, radio interviews, television interviews, you can see that um, we got a good group of lads that are worth on. And uh, once again, we've got a squad that will be 10% better with a, with a very, very positive, supportive crowd that I'm sure we're going to get from our yellow armour. Amazingly, it's just
3: 62 days that have separated the uh, two seasons. Uh, how much of a challenge has that been? Not only putting together a new squad, but also ensuring that they are ready for this first competitive game.
1: Yeah, it was... Um, you, know, you had to be a mathematician to sort of like get it all in. Um, it meant some days off were not off. They had to come in. Um, we had to make sure that we we got the right games, and that was difficult because we didn't finish obviously playing until late. A lot of teams in the football league were obviously already starting to play their uh, league games, so we couldn't play too many of them. It's good that we had the Plymouth game in, but. Um, As we speak now, I feel we're ready. I think we've we've done enough now. We've done the hard work, hard graft, we've done the information bit, you know, we've given them uh, players. You have to work hard with players to retain some players, to retain information, And, and that's important. So you have to go over it and over it. I think we've done that enough now. And we're going into the game with me feeling that the boys are ready. And, and, that's, and that's good um, and I'll, I wouldn't say that if I didn't feel we were, but the proof's in the pudding on Saturday, we'll see how sharp and uh, how fit they look. You just touched upon it there Gary, is
3: that, uh, that's another challenge that you face trying to put together a competitive pre-season schedule, very early days but both the established spine of last season and the new players seem to be gelling together very very well.
1: Yeah, they have gelled well on and off the field because both of them are important. Um, they, I mean, some of them, you know, right from the off, were, were living together in our in our lodge, you know. So that was um, that was good because most of them are all new. Uh, Danny Wright was the only one in that lodge that's been here previously, so he knew all the rules. So we put him in there as a matron. Um, I don't think he does the cooking and the washing for them, but um, he keeps an eye on them. Um, but it's a nice. Good personalities and, and lads that are very nice off the pitch, nice people, um, but very competitive on the pitch, and that's the that's the sort of character that you want if you're going to do well in the in the league. And one of football's quirks, Altrincham, of
3: course, were the last team. Uh, that we played in the season proper before the playoffs. Uh, they started quite, last season quite well before mm. falling away a little bit. What are you expecting from Phil Parkinson's side on Saturday?
1: They're, they're a decent football team. Um, we've seen that in the two games that we played. So uh, they do like to, to play, um, and you're going to have to be aware that are they are a decent team because it's not one of those against any team in this league. Um, where you can think that you can just turn up no you've got to turn up properly and you've got to be ready to uh, show that passion, the desire um, the work rate uh, the quality, all those things have got to come out because you, if you beat it's, you're going to have to work hard um, and they're coming down here it's their first game of the season I think they've got a few supporters coming down with them so um, it's a long old trip for them so thank God we're at home during this, this uh, yeah, start of the season, but um, no, we're, we're looking forward to it because it's um the first game, whoever we were playing, and uh, we've got to do all we can to, to win it, of course, and we'll see how it pans out. Finally, Gap, I'm not expecting
3: you to uh, give us the uh, lineup, but having assembled such a strong squad, with competition in almost every part of the field, how close are you to knowing what your 11 is, per se?
1: I'm close now, as we speak, we're only a day or two away from the game. Um, Always there's things that don't go out publicly that you have to deal with. Somebody's ill, somebody thinks they got COVID, and then they haven't got COVID, but they've missed a couple of days. um, To be fair, the 11 that starts, that I expect to start, um, would probably be the start starting eleven that people probably would expect. Almost, now, I don't want to give anything away because I could be lying and I, I could be throwing a red herring in there. <laughs> like, but um, uh, you know, I'm in my head. I know we started, so we just got to make sure that over the next couple of training sessions, you know, they they show show me um, the face that I'm showing in. There. When. You had a few
0: players leave at the end of last season, and uh, you said to the fans basically, "Don't worry, I'm going to bring in players who are as good, if not better." Do you feel like you've done that?
1: I do. At this moment in time, I do. Um, of course, we lost some good players, and that's unfortunately what happens. Um, I think you know the, the two loans that we brought in. I don't expect to get those back because. I think their clubs now see them uh, as going a little bit higher now, into uh, both, I think, in the first division. We'll have to wait and see. We know that Randall's already in the first division, but I think Shea's will end up there as well. Uh, I've kept in touch. Um, so, uh, what was the question? You feel, like <laughs> you,
0: you feel like you've brought in players who yeah, are that's it. good, if not better.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that again. Um, you don't know for sure when you bring them in, but now I've seen them all in training. They all bring, not exactly the same as the lads that have left, but they've all got their own particular strengths yeah. and uh, they fit in. You've talky them? I've talky fired them, that's for sure. Um, they don't get anywhere near a talky shirt if they don't, <laughs> if I can't talky fire um, and I think, I believe that they, they're into our psyche now. You know, they know uh, what it's all about, what I'm all about, and what they need to do if they want to enjoy their time here at Torquay.
2: Gary, the players that were here last year at the end of the season who played at Ashton Gate, did you have to have a couple of chats with them to, to, to work out how that had affected them going into this season?
1: Um, not as such i mean i know what you mean Mm. it's almost i I did say like you got to grieve for a little while and and that's what they did um and then forget about it so i didn't really want to go into a load of detail we all knew what had happened i don't want to bring up old scars you Mm. know open old scars sort of thing um because it it's still upsetting when you talk about it because you realize you know how close we were and the circumstances of, of the defeat of course but um no, we've been positive from day one, um, so you know, we're all uh, ready to go again. What the one big thing is, is that there's just as many great games in this league as there is in the football league. Um, and we've just got to do it again, and it'll be a test of character to see whether we can uh, compete again after such a disappointment last season.
4: You, you flew out of the traps last year, Gary, didn't you? We Had that wonderful first half of the season. People don't <coughs> talk
1: about me flying out of traps. Tra- tra- <laughs> tra- <laughs> 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 I'm more of a technical. <laughs> and we were
4: all sort of, you know, my goodness! At Christmas, we were,
1: you know, yeah.
4: records in on the horizons and know. stuff like that. Um, n- no two seasons are ever alike, no, are they? So, do you expect a bit more, especially with quite a? You, you retained 15 players. At the start of last season yeah. and the previous year, so there was a sort of a roll-on effect, wasn't yeah, there? there was. New squad this year, half and half, new and old. Yeah. Do you think it might take a little while for us? I hope know? not. No, I mean
1: that was the idea of pre-season. Yeah. Um, even before we came back together, they had a program. We, we gave them a couple of weeks off to do nothing and just rest. And you know. couldn't do a lot. Couldn't go abroad or anything. But anyway, so they had two couple of week rest and then we started building up um, our fitness and our um, you know, physical regime if you like while they were still off and they built it up and so they came in so we didn't waste any time as such so there's no excuse for not being ready um, hopefully you know, you're aiming to do the same aren't you you're aiming to start well um, to get that uh, camaraderie amongst the lads, because winning games always makes everybody happier, brings the club together very quickly, and so that'd be nice. And I'd like to keep building on the support. You know, what was it, two and a half thousand last year, three sometimes, but I'd love to get that up into the threes and fours, regular sort of thing, and uh, start bringing in new new supporters that haven't seen us yet. You know, and, and them, if you like, so it'd be nice if we can get a big crowd and show them that uh, you know, what type of club that they're supporting and uh, they can trust us as we uh, want to trust them.
0: Do you need to manage the expectations of the fans at all this season?
1: Because I mean, last year, obviously, you know, going into the start of last season, maybe there wasn't quite
5: that level that you probably generated from what you did last season.
1: Yeah, I mean the expectation, you, you've got your own expectations, you that's human nature isn't it? Every manager at this moment in time doing their Thursday interview won't be saying we ain't winning this league, you know what I mean? Even if they think they can't. Um, the expectations come when, you, when you've played ten games and then when you've played ten games you sort of more or less know where you are and then you can start you can believe early, but you, then you really start believing after a quarter of the season, you've beaten a quarter of the teams, um, half the teams, so you know a little bit more than enough. I think that's when people really start believing. You can have a bad start, you can have a good start, but it's what you've done over a period of 10, 10 games, and that's what I've always said every year. But my expectation, I think it's the same as every other manager. We want to compete, and we want to get our promotion. That's for sure. It hasn't got any easier this league to get out of, though, has it? And there's uh, some club spending, some a amounts amount of money. Yeah, an amazing amount of, of money. But um, you know, as a as a manager that hasn't spent an amazing lot of money, I've had, I think it's fair to say I've had great support from all the board of directors and uh, financially um, to make sure that we could like, bring a. a Quality grouping, um, but certainly we, we haven't been able to go out and spend transfer fees on, on players that have been in the league, for instance. Man uh, has gone direction, of course. But um, but you know, we 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 always know that we're a club that develops potential, um, and we have to develop them quick to make sure that we uh, we are competitive in this league. Unfortunately, we're also a flag that, um, that players move on because you've improved them. And sometimes
0: they say thank you, sometimes they don't. <laughs> so that's uh, that's Gary's view of the game coming up and the way that things have been shaping up for the new season. Uh, now let's hear from, from our new striker. Let's hear from Dan Holman. Dan, you had a... Fabulous pre-season. You filled your boots pre-season. You must be looking forward to Saturday.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, couldn't have gone better. Um, I said said previously. Um, I was obviously um, really grateful for the opportunity to come in and get playing again. And then um, I've worked with Gaffer before, and it was sort of I knew what to expect in terms of intensity and what he expected. So I had a bit of time to prepare for that myself.
1: Yeah.
3: Um,
5: and like like you said, it couldn't have gone better in terms of scoring goals. That's what you want to want to do as a striker to get ready for the
0: season. I mean, it's been quite a remarkable story for you. Because a year, eighteen months ago, you you were out of the game for a while. But you know, you've got back in touch with uh, with the gaffer, and uh, you know, things have come together really well.
5: Yeah, for sure. Like, um, I thought it was important playing in the sort of National League, uh, League Two. I was in the National League at the time um, to make sure I was stable after football. It was obviously a concern of of mine uh, personally to make sure that was all good. So I spent a bit of time playing part time and doing that. And um, when I still felt good, and obviously my, I've got a passion for sort of the strength and conditioning side of the game as well. So that helped me to stay in yeah. good condition. Um, uh, side side benefit of it. So um, when I, I felt good and Torquay unfortunately was still in this league, I thought you know well I, I spoke to the Gaffer when they were fighting for it, but I'll see if there was an opportunity there, and there was. so it was,
1: Yeah, great, excellent.
2: Um. Expectations? You've put some good performances during pre-season, and fans are already sort of smiling about them. Do you feel any expectations or not, or pressure, or
5: only that sort of that we put on ourselves here? Yeah. Um, you know, when you play football your whole life, you're used to it. Especially as a striker, I think if I didn't have expectations for myself, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be any point of playing anyway. Yeah. Um, so you put you put pressure on yourself, or pressure, but you know, sort of excitement to go and do it. Um, that comes through like every day in training, everything you do, with the way you live your life, to try and on a Saturday, on a Tuesday, score the goal. So no, I don't feel any. Uh, that if they expect me to score goals, that's brilliant because I've done it right. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you you very first started chatting to to
4: Gary while we were still trying to win promotion last mm, season. Yeah, uh, yeah. Briefly,
5: like uh, just just gave the first a call. call sort of just thing, gave yeah. him a call yeah. and said like, look, I'd be but is there an opportunity to come in? Um, he yeah. said, yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, He was busy. Sure. He just wanted to get me off the phone, I think. He said, yeah, of <laughs> course, Dan, whatever, mate. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, Did you watch it, the final? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, um, yeah. I was on a course that day, to be fair, and I, I, I uh, had it on record. So I, I saw that Torquay, um scored in the 95th on the way home, and I just sort of presumed, I just thought, they're going to win that now. And <laughs> we all thought that, it, well. yeah. <laughs> you think the, Yeah, you th- think the stars were aligned, I think, um, but unfortunately not. Um, but you've got to get over that quickly, and hopefully, I can help the team go one better this year. Yeah.
2: The group of players that, that were here and the group of players that he's brought in, it's all worked quite well in pre season?
5: Yeah, for sure. You can only judge it on what you've yeah. done so far. Um, the is very experienced in terms of the people he brings into the club. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, you guys can see from him when he's coming into the conference south straight up from this side, obviously. Being in the conference out of the football league for a while international league, two seasons and you're on the brink of a promotion so you just got to trust the process really um if you were like fortunate enough to be part of that and he trusts you then just give you all every day and i, I feel like we, if you if you trust him and you trust like i said the process downsy then then it's uh, the past shows you what can be achieved
4: you, there's an awful lot of money being shucked around this division this summer, isn't there? <laughs> uh, and, and we've all gone, <coughs> What? <laughs> um, you are coming a little bit from left field, really, aren't you? you? Uh, have you, I'm sure you've seen the Chumangas and the Mullins and the Quigleys and all those sort of people going either for transfer fees or I'm sure their wages are uh, probably more than what most players in this division. As a little bit of you thought to yourself, I can, I can, uh, I can compete with them. That they, you know that that if they think they're going to be top scorer in this division, you know, have you have you thought? You know, I'd love to prove. You know where you're coming from.
5: Without a doubt, yeah. like, naturally, you as a goal scorer, I've been, I've done it before in this league. Like, it's good. Like, it's good to have uh, competition and people really pushing. It's just a massive scope to get your to get the club into the football league. Fortunately enough, I've done it before. Um, At Cheltenham and a few of the lads here have done it before with the gaffer as well so you know we know what it takes um, and but although the competition's good and you have to just focus day to day on what you've got to do and then it happens if you if you work if you work and do your best every day that's all you can do so um, yeah I just wish I didn't uh, step out for a few years might have had a bit of that Um, but no it's, it's incredible that the lengths people will go now to 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 try and to try and get in the football league, but hopefully we can um, slip over the radar there. Yeah. And in a fu- in a funny sort of way, I know it's not what
4: everybody does in football, but has 18 months. I don't know what, what you know. I know you're still playing football. It wasn't yeah. as if you weren't putting a pair of boots yeah. on at all. And I mean, you know, has it sort of <laughs> cliché a little bit, but fired you up to to sort of has it freshened you up mentally and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Without a think? doubt, I
5: think. Like you say, it's a long, it's a short career, but over time and time and the amount of knocks you get, it can feel like a long one sometimes. So, I think for me personally, everyone's on a different journey in football. But for me personally, it, looking back on it and reflecting on it, it definitely helped me mentally to, to sort of reignite my love for the game and sort of know that the opportunity I did have previously um, not take things for granted and mm. just just enjoy the pressure, like. Uh, a lot of people say that pressure is a privilege and when you step away from football it's so true like when you're not under that sort of pressure every day you miss it because you're used to it.
0: So good to hear from from our new acquisition he's got his head screwed on hasn't he 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 knows what he wants he knows what he's going to do he's been here before he knows Gary Uh, I can't wait to see him play a league game
4: absolutely um, and you, you
0: had to bring up him scoring against us earlier on <laughs> as well <laughs> well it always sticks doesn't it
4: when, when, when you know but I I think his signing is potentially uh, intriguing it's to say the story, least it's a story isn't it it is a hell yeah. of a story this is a, a bloke who, who, who was one of the hottest strikers in obviously in non-league football 30 goals he scored in yeah. 2015 16, 16 after for, he signed for after Woking, January and yeah. then uh, th- 14 goals for Woking 16 goals in 18 games for Cheltenham Amazing. and you know he'd hinted at it before in fairness mm. at times at Colchester when he was out on loan and then he you know he gets this broken toe and as somebody who in their youth broke his toe once and could Struggling to w- walk for a, about <laughs> six months afterwards,
0: uh, uh, and I broke his toe in a tackle with Aaron Downs. Yes, would would it be? Yeah, yeah, I
4: could be proud of that. Um, uh, and uh, you know the, the journey he's been on since. Yeah. Um, but this isn't just any old striker who's dropped out of the league and fancies another go. This is somebody who's very fit. Fitness is his business. Mm-hmm. He's carried on playing non-league football. He's done other stuff, as he said in his interview. He's mentally freshened up. Yeah. Um, uh, f- has, has fancied working again for Gary Johnson and Aaron Downs for some time mm. now. Contacted them before the end of last season. Any chance, etc., etc. Is moving his young family down yeah. to yeah. Devon, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is which is which is, good, a, a, is a good a yeah. good sign anyway. Um, And we've all seen in pre-season, look, pre-season's pre-season, and we've all seen a lot of them, haven't we, over the years. That was a proper striker in action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And against the background of people paying industrial amounts of money for Cabby Shamanga, Paul Mullen, Scott Quigley, you know, around the rest of the league... Yeah. Wouldn't it be the one of the stories of the season? Oh yeah. Is that a complete free transfer at thirty-one years old, out of semi-retirement, ends up doing the, do, doing the bizo? I, I, I look, we're all excited before pre-season, and we can't help it. No. We, we, we'd be off doing something else
0: if we if we weren't. But wouldn't it be a great story if he he clicked? That's it. I'm, I'm, like we were saying, you know, he's very level-headed as well, isn't he? He's he's been there before. He's done this. He's not not you know, starry-eyed. No, no. He knows what it takes. We said last week on the podcast, Richard, didn't we? That it may be a couple of games before he hits the target. You never know. But you know, there's goals in him.
4: Yeah, um, and especially alongside his old mate. Yeah, you know, Danny Wright. I mean, we
2: we're, and... we're almost. Getting excited about Holman and forgetting right at, at certain points at yeah. the moment, and, and and we all know what he can do. Yeah,
4: yeah. And, and, and and it gives United that kind of two striker, two yeah. proper striker Absolutely. option. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, a, a, a <clears throat> all credit to Conor Lemonhay Evans ended up scoring what ten or eleven goals yeah. last season yeah. as a sort of an attacking midfielder, second striker, number ten of kind of thing. Yeah, yes. all that kind of stuff. Now we have this option, especially if it works and we all have our fingers crossed, like all goals fans, that it will work, that you've got that kind of, your two men up front. Yeah. Uh, And I think most football fans quite like the idea of that. I I know most of my Premier League supporting friends (laughs) would probably go and start hanging from the chandeliers if their clubs were playing (laughs) two up front.
2: But we we have seen three up front in pre-season, haven't we? That kind of shape that he's been playing.
4: Yeah, I think last year, United did fantastically well last year and we all know they did with the goals spread around, you know, our top scorer was Asa Hall from midfield, 14 goals, we had lots of people on 10s and 11s, but the traditional way of getting out of lower division football divisions is your two strikers score 30 goals between them, and guess what, Hartlepool's two strikers uh, 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 ended up scoring more than that between them, now don't get me wrong, it wasn't the reason why they beat us in the final, of course it wasn't, but you know what I mean? And, yeah, and it yeah. would be really great, wouldn't it, if we could we could ha- be able to point or, or feel all the time. We've got two guards in <coughs> front that will stick the ball in the back of the net on a
0: regular basis. Absolutely, smash and grab, isn't it? The old Bristol Rovers striking partnership, wasn't it? It'd it be was nice to have Banister and, and Warboys, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah, I, I, I had Randall and Hopkirk in mind yeah. for some reason. <laughs> I couldn't remember the names. I'm glad you came up with that. Uh, just yeah.
2: before before it gets forgotten, I just want to point out that Dave used the word bizzo. Doing the (laughs) bizzo Doing the (laughs) bizzo Doing the bizzo I like that I'm going to use that
0: (laughs) So we're Home to Altrincham On Saturday 3 o'clock Kick-off at Plainmore Nobody needs reminding of that We can't wait Can we? It's that time of the season When you know You just want to get back Into the ground Decent crowd There should be in there On Saturday um, And get some football
4: Absolutely. I, I, let's face it, a year ago, well it wasn't a year ago because it was October when we played oh, the first match of last yeah, season. Yeah, it was, yeah. We had, guess who at home? Stockport County. Yeah. How, how did that turn out? And we managed to, you know, United managed to beat them 1-0 with a, one of the Gary time uh, goals, the Gary time goals time goal. of the yeah. season. We don't want Gary time this season. We definitely want a few of those. Well, I don't know, they're pretty good fun. Aren't they, they are good you fun, but, yeah.
2: but we want to be ahead before they we, we before like they come. <laughs> yeah. If
4: it's still 0-0 with five minutes to go, we'll I take think we might take one but um, no it's it's a it's a yeah. we're at home what's not to like need yeah, a win notts county way on the second That's saturday a yeah a biggie coming yeah. up I think woking,
0: woking on bank holiday Monday. absolutely
4: it's it's all set up isn't it and um you know let's hope that united who flew out of the gates last year let's face it had a fantastic run in the first half of the season before the old injuries kicked in let's hope that they can well if they do anything like as well as that absolutely I think we'll be yeah. we'll be happy they did
2: of course lose the second game didn't they Eastleigh, was it and uh, played and that was, i went that, to that was a game. bit of a
4: I was at that game. Played brilliantly first time, right? Uh, and then um, Asa Hall went off. I think he got a knock, and Asa Hall went off, and we we faded in the second half and lost it. You're right, two one. Yeah. Um, I always remember watching that game and seeing, you know, you, without getting too clever, uh, um, a lot of people forget, don't they, last season that it took quite a long time. And Gary's touched on it for players like Aaron Domain to actually really come to the yeah. party yeah, yeah. from the previous season and,
2: and Connor to, st- to start with Connor, as well, as
4: well. Uh, and that night at Eastleigh uh, uh, I remember watching the game and uh, uh, Aaron Namain going up and back, up and back, down the left wing. Yeah. Uh, ben Winf- Winter, um, ben Whitfield, Whitfield was on the yeah. right yeah. and actually let the guy go who, who crossed the ball for, for, for one of their goals in the second half. Sorry, Ben. Um, <laughs> Aaron Main, up and back, down the left-hand side, yeah. in front of... wasn't Dean... Muckley, it might have been... It might have been the Dean Moxie. It probably yeah. was Dean Moxie. Um, and no, I remember watching that night and thought, the work rate has come to the party. Yeah. And Moxie of course he built... was not he? It oh
0: wasn't yes, Moxley well done, from the previous yeah. season.
4: Yeah, yeah. So who would have played left back? I can't remember. Oh, we're, we're, sorry, sorry. Exactly. Yeah. M- terrible apologies, should, should know instantly. <laughs> um, but, and I remember watching Nomaine that night thinking, wow, if you keep putting that level of work rate in, yeah. w- on top of what you've got real chance it could have been and Jake Andrews very possibly <laughs> yeah yeah very possible yeah. so but anyway so you know the, yeah. the, 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 you're right uh, we lost the second game but the rest of the form but once, was that, uh, stopped, oh, yeah, once that was out of yeah, the way it was yeah. Um, yeah. terrific it's,
0: it's interesting what Gary said uh, in the interview just now as well because you mentioned Namain and Whitfield both of whom have moved on um, but he has brought in players that look you know in pre-season and you know it. It's only pre-season but he just brought in players that you look at and think yeah okay he has replaced if not replaced like with like replaced like with even better
4: i, th- I think the intriguing thing about there's a spread of them isn't there mm. you've got mark halston been around experienced um you've got um tom lapsley been around experienced you've got dan holman but the, the the in some ways i think we're all looking forward and you've sort of referred to this to the younger ones yeah who have got this Aaron Romain type the Conor Keelan, Keelan, Keelan O'Connell
0: what an exciting Keelan player O'Connell, he looks, yeah
4: the Tory Johnsons yeah. you know th- this sort of stuff um the Gabby Rogers th- these these are all players who aren't necessarily nailed on right from the start yeah. but have got you know obvious potential to to become serious players yeah um, Absolutely and you know fingers crossed that that they do it would be it would be great wouldn't it
0: so a slight pause there we have moved around the corner because the, the cafe's a popular spot these days and there was a bit of a, a bit of background noise there so we just moved around the corner where it's a little bit quieter to carry on the podcast so the the homework that we set this week was that we were all gonna try and think of what would our starting eleven be. I've lost my little bit of you've paper. You've lost your bit of paper now, <laughs> in the you. move. Um, <laughs> you've thrown it in the river, Rich. <laughs> it's in the lemon.
2: I slowly became
0: <laughs> if
2: less convinced about my choices.
0: If we've learned nothing else over the last couple of years, it's not to try to second guess Gary Johnson though. No. So this is not gonna be the way the starting lineup turns out. But he he's Kind of settled on it now, hasn't he? It's well, he Thursday. says he
2: is. He, yeah, he's got yeah, the. T- as long knows. as, as long as the players that he thinks will be the starting eleven
0: remain fit, then uh, he thinks he knows the team. So I mean, I've kind of picked a team, but the formation is interesting, isn't that's, it? That's what's troubling the formation, me. Formation, you, you're never yeah. quite sure. Are we going to go four four two? Do we go four three three? I, mine is a four three one two, because there's a player who plays behind the strikers that I've put in there. But it's You're such a modern thing <laughs> <have
2: you go. laughs> yeah. He's well, been I'm, playing
0: too much Championship yeah, manager yeah, I'm a yeah, bus yeah. parker To be <laughs> honest but, um, but there you go So I Alright I'll kick us off With goalkeeper I I would put Mark Holstead in Definitely I, I,
2: I think so yeah
0: Simply because He's a more experienced player I mean I like Marcin What What we've seen of him He looks a terrific goalkeeper But just for the opening day to get your more experienced keeper in, I, I would pick Mark Holstead.
2: And and he was my choice as well, so I'm getting more confidence back on my... There you go. There and you go. I think the
4: fact that he's got number one in the club exactly, squad is a exactly, hint Exactly. Yeah. number one yeah, That's a big hint.
0: Yeah, so I, I wasn't taking a great leap of faith there. <laughs> no, no, nice, no, no. But, um,
4: but 100%
2: Still
0: so a far. choice to be made. But look, we, we immediately go into a position that is contested, don't we, at right back. Um, we might got, not have thought that, months ago no no you've got ben winter who's been at the club a long time now ben very winter popular. very popular good very player. good player steady solid great going forward um but gary has also signed a fellow by the name of jory johnson who has all of those attributes as well absolutely um I, and one clearly gives cover for the other but who do you start with um i think i probably won't surprise anybody I think I would again go for the player with the experience and I would start with Ben Winter
4: I think we touched a few minutes ago when we were chatting before we started recording that that one of the intriguing things about this season is that you've got one or two experienced players who look nailed on to start Mm. and quite a few others who over the course of the season may well end up playing in the team, in other words the team that starts against Altering on Saturday come Boxing Day or whenever it is, any other date you want to pick out later in the season, the team might look quite a bit different. And in a way, isn't that interesting that that, that players like Gabby Rogers, Dan Martin, Shuri Johnson, uh, and we can think of one or two others as well, uh, Keelan O'Connell, who can all, during the course of the season, we can all see them yeah, you know, uh, uh, advancing to the team and putting the guys under pressure yeah. and, and that's what you're just referring yeah. to between Winter and Shorey
0: and
2: Johnson I had Winter down as well
0: yeah, uh, yeah. following as the it.
2: same thought process
0: yeah. well, I mean, my, I think my selection is probably quite conservative but I've I got a feeling that may be the way that Gary goes, I mean he almost hinted at that you know, in, well, in the, the, the press conference is,
4: is what a bloody shame
0: And I don't mind sitting bloody in. That
4: we've only got five subs. Yeah. (laughs) You know. I mean, in other words, here we go on Saturday. There's going to be two or three serious, pretty serious players. Don't even get on the bench. The national league were given the the opportunity
2: to. Yeah, they were given the opportunity to change that to seven, weren't they? And they've, they've, they've denied it.
0: But there you go. Can't change that. Uh, unless loan signings appear between now and that's Saturday, that's and the elephant in the room. Isn't that's, it? Yeah. that's always possible. Yeah. Um, but number you six in the squad is not yeah. filled at the I, moment. D- I did. I, did oh, I hadn't, t- I hadn't twigged that. Yeah. Yeah. We have an empty number. Yeah, yeah. S- yeah.
4: but Gary did There's bring us hope up for me a little bit today, didn't he? That that Sam Shering, who a lot of supporters have speculated, could he still come back? Mm. Almost certainly isn't. Yeah. Um, uh, nor uh, No. Adam uh, Randall. Yeah. In other words, that yeah. that Bournemouth probably have <coughs> higher things in mind for Sam. Yeah,
2: they may
0: loan him out to somebody. Sounds League like he's one. going to leave one, so, didn't So there but we that's, are. But that's that's career progression, isn't it? We we you know We've we wish him the best for we? right so, too. Um, yep. Yeah. So I think your centre back positions are fairly nailed on. Yep. Joe Lewis and Ali Omar They've looked pretty comfortable together uh, yeah, we in, in, like in, in the pre season. We like I, the look I of Ali the, Omar. He'll, he'll hug somebody before the end of the game. He's Saturday. very, very he's big a on hugging, isn't yeah, he? He's a hugger. I think
4: the, the thing about that I like about them, and not just me, I'm sure a lot of people like about them, is that for, for young players, they both think like old defenders. Yeah. They, they they head it and they kick it, and if there's any danger on the whole, I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm not saying they'll never make a mistake or anything like that. But on the whole. Joe Lewis is definitely built that way, yeah. And uh, and Ali Omar looks mm. similar. In we, other words, if a teammate has too many touches and end up losing the ball, you usually hear from him. Yes, you know, and yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and you know he's not averse to sticking it into Marnham Road, is he? No. Nope. And you know we're all we're all happy with. We that. We like that don't quite. We, we and, like and that. You d- there's too many young defenders at this level without st- sounding old fartish here there's too many at this level who want to play like john stones every week yeah. and those two don't <clears> that no. they, they have no airs and graces about whether they're going to end up with the ballon d'or one year they they you know good luck to both of them by the way but they <laughs> they 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 get stuck in yeah. and 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 we saw the pinnacle of it in Lewis's season in the playoff final at Ashton Gate. He was mountainous there, uh, including a booking as well. Yeah. Uh, for a young player, 21 years old, 21. something like I was that. Gonna s- that's what I was going to comment know, on. What a performance, you know, yeah. uh, and alongside sharing as well, mustn't, mustn't forget that. But they'll do for us at the moment.
2: When I was doing the, the pen picks kind of thing that I did in the, the newspaper this week, and I, I looked up Joe Lewis's age when I was doing him, I was oh, OK, he's still 21, because his performances last season, at the eight, well, the second half of last season, were, were so confident and so
0: good. They're senior pro performances, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. And
4: then last yeah. season, yeah. Shering 20, yeah. Lewis 21. Yeah. And at the start of the season, if you had told everybody, because we'd got Gary Warren in and yeah. one or two others, if you had told everyone, no, the two centre-backs who will see United through the season will be 20 and 21, yeah. I think quite a lot of us would have gone, really? Well, and, uh, all credit to yeah. them. And, and
2: Ali Omar's 22.
4: There you go. So, so it's going to be
2: an interesting
4: I, young defence. I think all three of us are happy with yeah. that. Yep.
0: I'm still thinking of what you were saying of an ex-talkie player winning the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> i <I'm> just trying, <laughs> apart from Kiefer. Who could it be?
2: It could be Waddle.
0: Yeah. Uh, left back. Um, I'm going Dean Moxie. Definitely. Yep. Dean Moxie, Agreed. experience, delivery of throw-ins and free kicks is yep. peerless in that yep. team.
4: And in the same bracket, Winter, Johnson. Moxie, Martin, yeah, yeah. Dan no, Martin.
0: absolutely. Dan Martin, I've liked a lot what I've seen of him in we pre-season. All have. Um, and he is, as you say, he's the, he's the coming man, isn't he? He's, he's, he's the next... Good player. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. what position to be in with we, we, cover for both of those fullback positions?
4: Absolutely. And, and you know, football, even, you know, in glorious South Devon and at the Theatre of Dreams, is still a pretty brutal business. Yeah. Mm. So Winter and Moxie know from day one yep. that they have to produce... Yeah. Or there's two yeah. guys battering the door down to get their places. Yeah. Off them. not a bad thing, is it? Not a no. bad thing.
0: Not a bad thing. Are at we all. into midfield then? We're into midfield. We're into a world of pain here yeah. in midfield. <laughs> that, um, I can see a lot
4: of
2: crossings out.
0: Yeah. We, um, so we're not expecting Asa Hall to play on Saturday. Well, are he hasn't we?
4: featured at all in pre-season. No. He spit He's fit again. Yeah. He's running around like a spring lamb. You know, never write off Asa Hall. No. Uh, um, uh, you know what a season he had last year. If he uh, was if
0: he was fit he would be straight into yeah, my and, starting, Well,
4: I mean know. he he is fit, yeah. but how match match he is fit, and yeah. everything, so yeah. I think we have to assume that probably he'll 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 be joining the party in a week or two. Yeah. More's the good. But in the middle of midfield, Tom Lapsley. Tom Lapsley. Yep. Yeah. Um obviously gone down well with United fans. Yeah. They do love a piano shifter in midfield, with all due respect to Tom Lapsley, and he's better than that, of course he is. But See, you I, don't know what f- I, mean? I
0: don't feel so bad for, for saying that he wasn't an elegant player a couple of weeks no. ago. <laughs> now you've described him as a piano shifter, I'm off the hook.
4: Yeah, but, but, but look, he's a proper player, isn't he? He's a proper footballer. But I'll tell
2: you what... The, some stair- staircases and pianos. Yeah. You know, you need a bit of skill to well to get those to, around to, those to corners. Get around rather, well <laughs> yeah. done.
4: Yeah, quite right. And but I think you might look, have rescued uh, us uh, there. Uh, 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 look, he, he, he's a w- you and I. All three of us have absolutely adored a whole series of bog standard, hard-working, get yeah. the job done yeah. midfielders down over it's, the years. Exactly and you cannot do want. this league no. without them. Chris Hargreaves would call himself a piano shifter. Yeah. Well, yeah. come on, that's the pinnacle of the. Sean, the, the, Sean Joyce. Sean Joyce yeah. back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Hockley, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Calm down, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean. So get him in there.
0: Absolutely, and he—I mean—he did—he did score a lovely goal against Bournemouth. That you know, he t- he has got got, through ball, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll I'm kind of come here. to him in a minute. Yeah. He's, he's a prospect, right. isn't he? Right. So, I I haven't got a player-wide on the right here because what I put in was Lapsley, Armani Little. You wouldn't start without Armani Little.
4: No, and he's got the captain's
0: armband. He's got the armband.
4: He's got the captain's armband at the moment and I think the thing that really took most of us towards the end of last season, this is somebody who who we all thought might be the kind of Nicky Rowe of of United's midfield in the next year or two. In fact, yes, he's got football in him. Of course he has. But... what work rate and tackling uh, last season and all of a sudden Amani Little has become the go-to man for take him out of the game. When United won at Sutton you never saw the, the highest sco- sco- The two sc- uh, uh, Harry Beautyman at Sutton, and when they drew at Stockport in that really good performance towards the end of the season, you never saw Rooney and you never saw Beautyman because basically Little. Amani Little ran them off their yeah. uh, off their feet and, and marked them off their feet. Yeah. So he's got that to his game now. Yeah, because when
0: when he first arrived, he was you know he, he was a, a lavish player of, of dead balls. He was spraying passes around. Quite. But as you say, the, the work rate is exceptional. I don't yeah. think he gets the recognition no. for that. And, and this is on,
4: and this is on, this is on the, the, the back of, um, uh, uh you know, uh, an injury history in his yeah. first year yeah. or eighteen months that would Absolutely. have would, would have killed most players. Yeah. So he's come back to that and really produced. Yeah. Um, all credit to him.
0: So, on the, on the left side of midfield, uh, you've got Jake Andrews, of course, but I'd like to see Keelan O'Connell. Playing in there, fine. I like. Are we are we doing four across the middle then? Well, I'm doing three across the middle because I'm tucking the lemon in behind the strikers. All right.
4: So. I think I think he may well go. Uh, you, you've got the two, your two up front, which yeah. I think we'll <laughs> we come might to, as we yeah. might as well come to yeah, now. Wright yeah, yeah, yeah. r- yeah. and Holman right I mean, there's, there's, up front. Yeah, there's, there's, so no, there's no argument. There's no No. There, so, so, so the only question is whether you have two wide men or one. Either whether it's a three. I mean he's yeah. even played Claudio Lolos as a sort of a, yeah. as a, yeah. a right sided player. Um, you've got Jake Andrews, Dan Martin. Yeah. Keelan O'Connell down the right hand, down the left hand left side, hand side. Yep. Um, and the and the possibilities on the right. Um, Connor, well, um, although Johnson Connor was... did miss the Bournemouth yeah. game through injury, but, yep. but you know we, we so hope we're... we hope and fingers crossed he, he, he's back available. Uh, you've got. Fury Johnson can play can play in
0: front of the yep. right back.
4: Absolutely, uh, Lolos can play out there. Um, have we forgotten anybody? The well, we've got Gabby be...
0: Rogers. Oh, sorry. We? That's yeah. the but, one but, I was But, but to we're think
4: not of. quite
2: sure if his match fitness is going to.
4: I, I th- at the moment, I think with Gabby Rogers, he's he is a, a hell of a talented player. Yeah. We've all seen that, haven't we? Yeah. But He's got I, a finish in him as well, hasn't but, he? Oh, has he? Has he? telling yeah. me, he can beat people, he's got a great left foot. For me, at the moment, he is nailed on as an impact player off the bench. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, he, Don't he get did me wrong, come, I
4: hope he plays many games for us over the course of the to, year. He did come to uh,
2: pre-season quite late, and he, he had been training with, with, with Tiverton. And, but, I mean, yeah... That's not as impactful as training with Torquay day in day out, and no, he'll and get there. But I just exactly. don't think he'll be so I just quite match fit. He'd,
4: for me, anyway, he'd be yeah. nailed on. Go on with twenty minutes to go.
0: Watch yep. out. What a player! Yeah, exactly. What a player to put on. Um, go on and step go over with and and The frighteners on yeah. it. Yeah. He, yeah, he steps over everything. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon when the post comes through his door in the morning, he steps <laughs> over that a couple of times before he picks sure it up. <laughs> um, and I mean, the front three. Then we we know if Connor Lemonheaven's is fit, he plays. Definitely. um and up front yep. can't wait yep. to see Danny Wright so and Dan So basically
4: we've talked for the last couple of minutes at least without actually nailing down who plays on yeah, the no left and no who plays don't. on the right. I in mean, other it, words we're in the same mess as yeah. everybody else. Yeah
2: and Gary knows what he's doing and he, yeah. he's decided that yeah. it's either four or, or three in the
4: mid- middle. I've thought for the last couple of weeks. I thought I'm glad he's picking the team yeah, me? <laughs> and Yeah absolutely. And what
2: a great position that is to be in. Yeah
4: and of course one of the subs place one of the sub spots will be will be Brzovsky. Hello wet dog. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he he'll
4: be eh? on there. He yeah. just
2: tell a dog dog invasion. Um You
4: know, so you've only got four outfield yeah, subs spots. absolutely. I mean, how so there is going to be disappointed yeah. players. Yeah. So you've got would lads you, then like then we, Louis Slough Yeah. You've got you've got Scott Piper. You've got um, Alex Moyes. Uh, Alex Moyes, who we've yeah. all we all like, like the look of, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice to nick one off Exeter City yeah. at Long
0: last rather yeah. than the
4: other way around? Absolutely.
0: Um, you've so got, you've got to find room on that bench, as you say. You've got Dan Martin. You've got Gabby Rogers, Clyde Lollos. We've. Barely mentioned. Yeah. We've got about no, have he, on I, the. I against. don't
4: think Lolos has really clicked yet in no. mid Every We all know he's got talent. Plymouth are, are <laughs> worried sick that they're going to look stupid for letting him go. Um, but I think he looks like a lad for me in pre season. He's been so desperately trying to show everybody what he can do. Yeah. It's almost like he's been trying too hard yeah. rather than just saying, look, I'm just going find, to keep finding a yellow shirt keep it as simple as possible and work my backside yeah. off. He's just been trying, and it's not a crime, we've, all, we've seen that many times in the past, so it would be interesting to see whether he's involved he'll, on Saturday. I mean, he, he'll come, don't worry, he will yeah. bloody turn up sooner, mm. you know, um, and, and get goals for us.
0: And if he comes on in games, if he comes on off the bench, he's another player who is going to frighten a few people, he'll run defences ragged, he's got massive pace, and he's got a finish in him, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so, uh, good luck, Gary. Yeah, <laughs> well,
2: um, we, we you yeah. know... We've we've come to the conclusion we don't know what we're no, doing. We don't know. What we're doing.
4: We, we, we've got about seven or eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah. the same as Gary. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. he said to me, he got eight or nine. So um, it will
0: come as no surprise to anybody that we failed our. Home. <laughs> we, we haven't got top marks on our homework this week. But there we go. That's us. So looking at the league, then I've just jotted down uh, one of the leading betting companies. Uh, They've got Wrexham as favourites, 11 to 4 favourites. Do you think people have been dazzled by of the Hollywood dollars? I don't, uh, I've don't. i been Wrexham a big fan of these good? Hollywood do- dollars have, since, you, since you, the start,
2: haven't I? I've just been looked at it and thought, what go. is going on there? It's all going to come crashing down at some point. They, they, they have got they,
4: Luke Young, though. Ah, oh, well, the amounts of money being chucked by those clubs at the top of the mm. table. What's happened is this year, there's a salary cap coming in next year. And yeah. this is their last chance to buy their way out of the division. Yep. And they are, the, the Stockports and the Knotts Counties and the Chesterfields and the Wrexhams, you know, uh, good luck to them, uh, are doing it big time. Yeah. M- two things worth mentioning. One... Did Harrogate, Barrow or Sutton have the biggest budgets they in, in the, in no, the league not. over the no. last two years? Indeed. Absolutely not, and not by quite a long way. And the second thing is that, the, that there, everybody's very, you know, quite rightly, will we, we'll never get over Ashton Gate, you know. No, um, good, luck. Yeah, good by luck. By the way, did you see Simon May the sent Lucas Coblen <laughs> yes, off on the opening did, yeah. day of the yeah. season, yeah. the same mm. referee? I'm sure most United fans have spotted that. But the record of teams yeah. losing in the playoff final... Is good. Yeah, it's not. We all think, oh my God, there's bound to be a hangover and a drop off, and you know, da da da. da. It isn't. The, the record of teams that lose in the playoffs, going up again, either the following season or pretty yeah. soon, is very good. You Absolutely. look back: Forest yeah. Green, Newport, yeah. Grimsby, Luton, all sorts. You know, down through the last few years, Tranmere. Uh, and so there are reasons to be
0: cheerful. Oh, I'm very glad to hear. it. Ashton Gate and Deepdale are the two games that we'll never get over. Aren't? No, there was, other fans will have others, but Ashton Gate and Deepdale both yeah. hugely influenced by so the So, if I was
2: going to put a, a tenner on Talkie guy, what would I get? Uh, Twelve to
0: one. Twelve to 20. one. That's I'm on a at 14s. Are you on a fourteen? I was you on, on at twenty-five 14s. last year. So mm, yeah. I, might, yeah. I might have a bit of 12s. but uh, yeah. So they've got Wrexham in as favourites. So I who do you fancy to win the league? Stockport, well, uh, the next favourites. Well, I quite when, like when you look, look them.
4: When you look at their squad, Stockport squad. You know, Ben Whitfield is going to have a hell He's of a even job gonna get, get in, in that, there in, yeah. in that yeah. side. And good luck to him. We all wish the best. We all wish him the best. They've got a such a strong squad. Uh, don't get it. They're beatable, and, the, yeah. and like everybody else in, in in this league. But I think they're seven to seven to two, three mm. to one favourites mm, yeah. at th- this stage of the thing. I mean, it just shows how people have looked and gone. Oh my goodness. You know. Yeah, they. You have to say they're they're they're, they're, they're understandable favourites, aren't yeah. they?
0: The so Knots County are eight to one, so a End. I think people kind of assume that the team's coming down. They do, yeah. Of the two that strong. have come down, I fancy Grimsby more yeah. than Southend. Yeah. Grimsby are nine to one, so a Chesterfield. I mean, Chesterfield spent some money as well, as we said earlier on. And Torquay are twelve to one. Torquay are kind of the outsiders for the playoffs at the moment. I think that's generous, but then I would say that, wouldn't I? Well, in and this
4: league where you've only got one up,
0: yeah, but exactly. one automatic
4: up, you yeah. have to look at the you know the playoff options, don't you? And I, I, if at this stage, when it's still warm in August and we're all optimistic and we haven't suffered a few midweek Tom defeats Lapsley's away from shirt home.
2: Tucked in. Cetera, yeah, well <laughs> done, yeah.
4: You know, I, I'd, I, Gary Johnson's teams get better. Yeah. yeah, they don't get worse. Yeah, no, I know that Pete, that goes against last season, but there was massive injuries yeah. last the season. The injuries,
2: I mean, when killed we, Torquay
4: uh, last uh, season, Absolutely. and he managed to rebuild a team in mid-season. Yeah, I, I, it's an it was an incredible managerial achievement, and from the slump that they had after. Christmas and New Year to bring them back on that long unbeaten run. I know they didn't win every game, but but towards the end of the season it was a hell of a. So he gets improvement out of players. And I can see Torquay maybe not having the tremendous run they had at the start of last season, but getting stronger and better as the season goes on and being serious contenders if they're not up there at the top playoffs. Absolutely
0: and what a note to finish the podcast on oh i
4: didn't mean it to <laughs> so well if, if we don't
2: finish now i think we'll be keep, keeping people up I think, all night yeah, I, think, yeah. um,
0: I think that those of us who the people who take us to bed will be asleep <laughs> by now but um thank you there's very a lot much. to talk about yeah, though isn't it was, there it was it, this is the pre-season podcast so we've rambled on a little bit but uh, thank you very much for listening thank you very much for putting up with the trains and the dogs and the uh, the, the background noise but it's all the fun of We'll laugh at this in February that we we once did a podcast sitting outdoors in our shirt sleeves. David, thank you very much for joining us again. It's been a pleasure. Always good to have you along. Richard, thank you, and thank you for listening. And good luck to everybody. Have a good season. Have a good season, as ever. Come Come on, on, you Yellows.
2: yellows.